It's the biggest drinking festival in the entire world. I cannot think of a better 30th birthday trip to do to go on. Between six and 800 people get alcohol poisoning in Oktoberfest every year. And if we are not two of those six to 800, we're doing it completely wrong. If we do not end up on Puke Hill, we're doing it completely wrong. If we do not hit every single beer tent, we're doing it completely wrong. If we do not go up to every single waiter or waitress and speak perfect German to them, we're doing it wrong. (laughs) Pile or pimp, just because this one got on my nerves the most. I read a story that Iran was going to kick the living shit out of any of the USA men's team contestants parents that were in the stands if anyone got out of line and they also didn't want them to play in the game so pile or pimp iran uh, there was an iran interviewer who was interviewing one of the u.s players and oh, what did he say it was something he was basically calling him a piece of shit and why did you say this or something like that i don't know why i went down this road because i don't remember what he said dude it's a bumpy road um was it? oh another thing about this is people on oh so it was from that fucking interview what it was <coughs> well the way my fucking brain works is absolutely incredible what it was is <laughs> top five smartest were... people i know hey thanks man but that's not so... saying much <laughs> you only know four <laughs> so i compare was... you with my kids one of them's one i'm not even top three (laughs) so what it was is the interviewer was basically shitting on the u.s soccer player or u.s footballer football football or soccer okay that's a good that's a good topic it's a good segue football or soccer i know it is soccer the american way but it does make more sense for it to be football if I'm seeing it at like the rec center or the MLS, it's soccer. Mm-hmm. But if it's any international game, it's football, not football, football. So in America and with us being Americans and being stationed in America, it's soccer to us. It's got to be right. I think only the MLS is soccer. Like that's like major league soccer. But gotcha. the rest of the so world if, calls it football. And I think yeah, that's, so if, I think that's what it should be called. Like, I also think we should be on the metric system because what the fuck? How what dumb is that? In inches when everybody does millimeters and meters and shit like that. It's, I don't yeah. understand it. Make, make everything universal for the whole planet. Kilo, yeah, fucking kilograms and we have pounds. Like, what is this stupid shit? Like, who decided this? I'll tell you what. If anything, I give us Americans the award for being some cocky motherfuckers. Good for us. <laughs> We always got to do shit our own way. Damn right, buddy. Hey, America's got to be different. I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but I'm having a good time over here. All right. So back to the interviewer guy. The interviewer was the Iranian interviewer was mad at the U.S. soccer player because I guess he was calling it Iran. And he was the uh, the guy from Iran was saying it's called Iran. So is it Iran or is it Iran? Iran. Fuck it. I say Iran because I'm American. 
If, Iran, I in, if I was in Iran, I would call it Iran. But Iran. It's like the whole Mario or Mario debate and debacle. Is it Mario or is it Mario? I mean Mario I think, and Luigi or Mario and Luigi? I think that's on par on par. I think that's on par with the washing washing debate. Yeah. It's all depending or, on where you're from. It's dialect. With actor uh, Timothy Chalamet, Wonka, a story of Willy Wonka. Do you like him it's, mustering up with not only Johnny Depp, but also the late great Gene Wilder as playing and portraying Willy Wonka? Pilot Pimp. I mean, Timothy we'll Chalamet. People didn't think Christian Bale would be a good Batman, and he was one of the best. I guess we got to wait and see. People said Chris Pratt was going to be one of the best Mario's. Movie hasn't come out yet. We got to <laughs> see. Timothy Chalamet may be the best Willy Wonka of all time. Is it so? Is it like is it his origin story? Right now, right now, uh, I don't know a hundred percent. I just saw kind of a clip that he was he was playing him, and the movie was titled Wonka. So it's outside i'm guessing from like the actual storyline that we know where everyone goes into a chocolate factory and willy wonka gives it to them so they're not doing like a third rendition of the same movie they're gonna do like something different i don't think so but don't quote me on it i'm not fucking 100 percent sure well i hope like, not because i'm sick of that lazy ass grandpa all of a sudden being able to walk when his son gets that golden grandson gets that golden ticket that fucking lazy son of a bitch <laughs> fucking moocher Dude, what was up with that grandpa? Like, all of them were in a bed. Like, if you notice that, like, both sets of grandparents were on the same bed, and they were sitting across from each other. Yo, how much do you think you would hate that other couple if it was you and your wife, and then another man and wife on the other side of the bed, and you were just alternating, facing each other the entire time because you can't get out of bed? Dude, That's that's probably why that grandpa was able to get out of bed. He goes, I can't fucking take it anymore. And that was the first thing. That was the first opportunity that he had. Yes. And I have, I have breaking news for you. First of all, I would fucking, I would, that's awful. And obviously like, yeah, the first opportunity I have would be to get the fuck out of there. But um, Wonka, the story will be focused specifically on a young Willy Wonka and how he met the Oompa Loompas on one of his earliest adventures. This sounds I, fucking fire. Let's go. I think that Timothy think Chalamet. That, yeah, I was a little worried with him at first. Now I'm going to say he's a pimp because he's he's a little bit younger and he ha- he has the younger person look. So I'm like, you know, you think about Willy Wonka is a little bit older guy, you know, stuff like that. Even though whenever Johnny Depp played him, he looked fairly young, but Timothy Chalamet looks like a freaking teenager. But I think this storyline fits him perfectly. And I think he's a pimp for this. Hell pimp. yeah. Chris Pratt, Timothy Chalamet, pimp, Timothy Chalamet, pimp. No, nah, Chris Pratt is a pile. Chris that, Pratt's that's what a pile. You say. I think he's a pimp. I think if he plays Mario, he's a pimp. If he plays Mario, he's a pile. Yeah. What about? All right, I'll I'll stay off topic, but on topic because the last one's going to segue into the NFL. So, what about? What do you think about playing Christmas music before December? So technically, we're not in December yet, but it is past Thanksgiving. Are you a pile or are you a pimp if you're listening to Christmas music? I want to hear Christmas music on the 4th of July 
Fucking, you wake up on the 4th of July, you make some bacon and eggs, you play Born in the USA, and then you play Jingle Bell Rock. That's how it fucking goes. I want Christmas music all year long. Pile <laughs> top move, or it's a pimp move. Top three Christmas songs of all time, because I also think it is a pimp move. And I listen to Christmas music on Sunny 107.9, because they have Christmas music on that channel. The station, I think it starts at the end of Thanksgiving. I had that bitch on the fucking very next day. Black Friday, blasting that shit on the way home. Today, oh, yeah. blasting that shit on the way home. Give me your top three Christmas Christmas songs. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's a fucking yeah, bop. That's in, yeah, that's in my list, too. Might be number one, honestly. As much as I think she's a crazy woman... That Mariah Carey song was it all I want for Christmas? Yeah, that's, that's a, a bop. Yeah, it is a bop. But every everyone kind of has that one, so I'm gonna leave that one off my list. I'm gonna stick with the original. So I'm gonna go Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Hold on, definitely. I, 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 I got to do my third one. Go for it, buddy. And then Jingle Bell Rock. Okay, so I think I'm gonna do the. Um, who do, who does it? I think it's Pentatonix. Not Pentatonix. I know I know what song no, you're talking about. The orchestra. What the fuck is their name? <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna it's gonna kill me. Is okay, that the I'm Pentatonix? gonna No, Pentatonix is the um group of five people. Oh, son of a bitch. What the fuck is their name? The something orchestra. The Linden, the London Symphony Orchestra, uh, something like that. I'm gonna find this shit out for you. Hold on, pal. Damn it! Why am I having such a brain fart right now? Trans Siberian Orchestra, bro. Fucking nailed it, dude. Give me all of their shit. Trans-Siberian Orchestra, they ain't got to sing any fucking songs. Those beats are bangers. Every single one of them. And they have, what do you want? The Silent Nutcracker? Christmas Cannon? Oh Come O Ye Faithful? I got Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Any song from the Trans-Siberian Orchestra? White Christmas. How's that one go? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Is that the shit with roast nuts on the open fire? Different song. Well, that one's a bop too. Honestly, they're all bops. It's it's hard to get it to the top three, but Trans-Siberian Orchestra fucking bangs. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, biggest classic ever. And then White Christmas, I think. No, the White Christmas is the biggest classic ever. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, everyone knows. I was fucking bopping to that shit in elementary school, and everyone in elementary school knows the um, the version of that song. What would it be like a parody? The parody version of the song? Of which one? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Where like he had a very shiny nose. Yeah, like a light bulb. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, oh, that's the only one you sang in high school. You're not allowed to sing another version. No, I, I don't even know about high school, but definitely definitely elementary and middle school. I think I think in high school, I mean, you still sing it, but it's not like 
as well. Title me immature. Because <laughs> you're still fucking singing the immature version. Have you set up your Christmas stuff yet? Not yet. That shit is still in the attic. Yeah, I uh, the other day I pulled it out, which I never do, and now it's on the table, which Dude, I sometimes do. I just got to set it up. I got the, and I, I got to get more lights and stuff. Do you guys have, have ever a good... had a? Have you ever had a chestnut? <laughs> just a plain old chestnut. No, I've never had a chestnut. I've had uh, roasted pecans. Those are pretty fire, like cinnamon sugar pecans. Mama B makes the best. Oh my god, the best cinnamon sugar pecans in a pie. Does she put them in a pie? I'm not the biggest fan of pecan pie. Oh, you son of a bitch. I mean, it might it's be, good. I don't hate it. It might be my second favorite pie. I, I definitely like it better than pumpkin pie. I'm more of a cake guy than a pie guy. Dude, apple pie, warm apple pie, actually. Slab of ice cream slaps so hard. I think this is my see, second episode talking about it. It is that good. <laughs> my, see, now my dessert would be a warm brownie with a slab of ice cream. That's right up there too. Cake. That's fucking delicious. Honestly, anything with ice cream, like warm, warm, sweet ice cream, you get it with the cool, like it just plays with your palate. It's like Bro, symphony. The other day I was listening to some podcasts and I, I'd shout them out if I remembered, but one of the guys on there said that he lets his ice cream get a little soft and melty just a little bit because the cream is like richer and the taste better. And I've been doing it this week. And it tastes so much better when it's a little melted. So now, from now on, I don't take the ice cream straight out the freezer and just start going to fucking town on that shit. I I give it a little bit. I let it kind of soften up, let the let the flavors really explore. You know what I'm saying? Oh, of course. Try it. No, it'll cha- well, it'll change try- your ice cream eating game. Try it. I've forever. been doing it for years. Oh, so I'm late. Fuck, dude! Sometimes, sometimes you even put that shit in the microwave for like five seconds. Oh, what the fuck kind of game level are you on? You're a beginner, bro. Fucking, I'm, I'm over here playing behind. on expert. I'm over here playing on expert. You're over here in beginner stage, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking all mad ice bro. cream. Step your game up, pal. Old mad ice cream eater over here. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's stay on Madden, baby. Let's get into some fucking football with my last piler pimp. I got big dick, fat cock, Mike White throwing for over 300 yards and over three tutties after they bench Zach Wilson to say, I'm the motherfucking king of New York, bitch. Definite pimp in my book. Is that like a confirmed nickname? Big dick, uh, fat, fat cock, Nick, Mike, Mike White. White. Yeah, I think big dick Nick. So he's got to be fat cock Mike. Now, is this a nickname you're making up like on the spot or is this oh, like yeah. an actual nickname? Like people no, see him is... in the street and he goes, Hey, what up FC? No, everyone will be calling him FC fat cock, Mike white. And that's a mouthful. Like he'd be giving Mike white. the chicas. Mike white. Mouthfuls. FC Mike white. Fuck FC it. I mean, if you, listen, if you got that kind of nickname, that's a, uh, that's pretty fire. I, I say you a pimp. He's yeah, a pimp for the way he fucking played on uh on last Sunday. Dude, every receiver was getting some. He was like Oprah handing out free tutties. 
Well, actually, Garrett I'll, Wilson got two. Albeit, it was against the Bears, and they stink. Take it with a grain of salt. I think it was a great tune-up game for him. So, you know, going on the They play Buffalo road, think, this week, right? I think so. They, they play Buffalo again. They play the Dolphins again, I do believe. They lost to the Patriots. I think they're done playing the Patriots. I don't know how their schedule looks, but, you know, fairly tough just with those two teams. So I'd say middle of the pile. What so if benching see... Zach Wilson and starting Mike White let's, has the Jets win the division? How wild would that be? Dude, fucking insane. I can see it happening. Did that guy, you know how he has the running list? It was undefeated until this past week. Did he have the Jets beating the Bears, like with the coin flip? Oh, with the, yeah, the coin flip, dude. I don't I think so. Because they lost yeah, the last two it. games, right? But he had the, he got it right up until they played the Bears. I don't know if he had them losing or winning against the Bears. Yeah, I, I think he had them losing the last two games and then winning the next three, I think. So I, I I think the Bears was the first one first win. He missed. I think. Oh man, how I mean, how far was that to even get this far? Wait, wait, he did miss. I don't know if he missed. Oh, you're saying in general, like how impressive? I mean, that's fucking wild, bro. Did he put money on it? Do you know? Oh, he probably did not put anything on it, but he's definitely getting the. He's definitely getting the media attention. And he has he has a list. He even has like a, a page on the New York Post. Hey, I bet you his with, friends call with him his FC. picks. With his picks, he accurately predicted the Jets schedule. Let's see, uh, Chicago's. Let's see, did they have their buy? Red, black. Yeah, I think he did get it right. Let's fucking go. Hold on. Yo, fucking FC Damien, bro, or whatever his name is. Dude, where is the sheet? I need the sheet. People are saying over here they hate the they hate the coin. <laughs> How can you hate the coin? Oh, dude, I fucking love the coin. Okay, let's see. Here it is. Chicago. Oh yeah. The this was the pe- the first week he got it wrong. He said that they would oh, lose to Chicago. Fuck. And then they would win five in a row. Okay, they played Minnesota, then Buffalo, then Detroit, Jacksonville, Seattle, and Miami to close it out. That's a fairly tough schedule. That's a that might be one of the toughest schedules to finish with. Holy shit. Now which which young team do you like better? I think we're both going to be in agreement on this just based off, off of what we said in the past. Lions. But the line, okay, the Lions yeah. <laughs> or the, the Jaguars, because the Jaguars are turning my head a little bit now, too. All of a sudden, Trevor Lawrence is playing like a number one pick. Yeah, the last couple of games, he's been doing pretty good. He's got, what, six, uh, six touchdowns, no interceptions. They came back, got that two point conversion against, what was that, the Titans? No. No, the the Ravens they beat. The Ravens, that's right. Did that. I mean, he's looked pretty good. I don't think the Ravens defense is the greatest anyways. But and that last drive, Marvin Jones fucking made play after play. He just kept getting open. Yeah. But the Lions Dude, Zay Jones had a game. Yeah, remember you know what his stats were? Dude, it was like 11 catches, 153 yards and a touchdown. That's a game. 
dude. He, he, Zay Jones, Marvin Jones caught the touchdown, right? Zay Jones got the two pointer too. Damn, that's pretty what fire. A fucking game. What a game. I think. All right, I'm gonna go back to the Lions in a second, but I think the game of the week was the Raver, the Raiders, and the Seahawks game. That game, I watched fucking the entire game because I couldn't get red zone for some reason. So I ended up watching that game and they were banging back and forth the entire game. It was just offense and make a play, offense and make a play, defense and make a play, offense and make a play, fucking special teams made a play. And then the end of the game when Jacobs had that 68 yard rushing touchdown to just shut him out. It was 86 yards. You dyslexic fuck, but you get it. (laughs) It doesn't matter. You helped me kick your ass in fantasy. <laughs> I fucking hate you. But you have two, 52.6 you, points, bro. If you look at Josh Jacobs' biggest weeks, they were the weeks that I fucking faced him in fantasy. I hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it. <laughs> I hope I play you in the playoffs, pal. Oh, buddy, I'm going to kick your ass. Just wait for it. I fucking try. I had a lot of injuries mid-game. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I ain't going to come back into the game. Fuck that shit. Fuck fantasy. Fantasy's all luck ETN got hurt in the middle of the game. In the middle of the game, that bitch got hurt in the first quarter. Second carry. It's the middle of the game. It was between the first carry and his last carry, which just happened to be right next to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, speak about Zay Jones, too. You remember when that motherfucker ran butt naked in the um, hotel room and they thought he was on, like, shrooms or some shit? Wait, what happened? Yeah, when he was on the Bills. So he's a second round pick for the Bills. And he ran naked in a hotel in a hotel. Hey, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. I ain't here to judge him. <laughs> I'm just saying, I was like, for him to like come out, like everyone's like, oh, he's a head case and all this and that. And then he goes to the Raiders, and then now he's with the Jags and he fucking balled out. Hey, bro, I think Doug Peterson's not that bad of a coach. I think the Jags will be okay. But not as okay as the Lions. I think Dan Campbell is a better head coach. And once they start putting a couple more, a few more draft picks in their defense and they get a capable defensive coordinator and a quarterback, which I don't think should be that hard. I think they'll probably spend most of their draft picks on defense and then sign a serviceable quarterback in the offseason. I don't think they'll draft. Because drafting quarterbacks hasn't gone that great. Yeah. So the Z- the Zay Jones story, I just looked it up. He had he got in a disagreement, I guess, with his brother, and somehow ended ended up naked and almost jumped out of a thirty story building. Okay, we've all been there. Don't people and have any said he almost compassion? died, and he was grateful to be alive when they interviewed him the next day. Wait. So was he on drugs? I don't know. He was arrested for felony vandalism. And that was it. It doesn't go in depth on what the whole story was with him and his brother. But I wonder he did what the say van- that he was grateful to be alive. I wonder what the vandalism was. Was he like jerking off and coming on things and then signing <laughs> his name in the semen? He was just leaving his jizz everywhere. <laughs> oh my goodness. Could you imagine? How do you know that was me? Maids? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Gotta clean up Zay Jones's jizz everywhere. Here's <laughs> a bag <laughs> full of stiff washcloths. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
never seen so much come in my life. Uh, I've been involved in a hundred person orgy. Oh man. Great times. But yeah, Seahawks Raiders game of the week. Probably it's a very good game. I actually enjoyed it. I, even though it felt like it was far away at times, the Eagles Packers, I did like seeing Jordan love out there for the first time and actually fucking balled a little bit. I didn't. And how did he do? He did good. So his first drive, he was three for three, 75 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he hit Christian Watson on a 68 yard bomb. That's right. Well, actually, I, I, was, did, I did see yeah, that. And big. then he ran it in. Hey, Christian Watson um, on this uh, second third of the season. Yeah. So he had a rough go and he dropped his very first pass in the NFL was a surefire walk in touchdown. Like he was 15 yards past his defender, like shooing. And then after that, Aaron Rodgers really didn't look his way for like five games. And then all of a sudden he just fucking Romeo Dobbs goes down. Aaron Rodgers has no one else to throw the football to, you know, his receiving core is depleted. He's like, Hey, let me try Christian Watson starts making a couple plays, making a couple plays. And then all of a sudden he has like a touchdown in four or five straight games. He, um, he, had, he, I think he had dropped a few like wide open touchdowns. I, I think his confidence might've just been, I don't want to say lackluster, but like a little shaken up. And then once he had that three touchdown game against the Cowboys, he's like, right, I can do this. Like this is what I do. And he's just had a touchdown at least one every game since. Yeah. Exactly. Good for I him, that, man. Yeah, and when you have the intangibles like six four running a four four forty, like all you have to do is catch the football and you'll do great things in the NFL. Just look at what Calvin Johnson did. Great things. He, dude, he was a fucking beast like that too. I mean, I'm not saying he's fucking Calvin Johnson by any means, but whenever you're no, physically fuck it, let, Christian like that, Watson is the Calvin Johnson of the NFL from now on. Watch him. Are we I making, mean, isn't he like are we six making four the, anyways? Yeah, are we making the, the bold statement that Christian Watson is the next Calvin Johnson in the NFL? Clip it. Save it. We're going to pin this shit to our fucking social media accounts. And every time he? he gets a touchdown, we're going to fucking post it. Dude, is he is he going to be the rookie of the year this year? Who who would be the rookie of the year? Offensive rookie of the year. Let's let's cut it down. Offensive rookie of the year. Damian Damian Pierce was a uh, the front runner. Been, I mean, yeah, because he's a running back, but he's been non-existent these past couple weeks. The last two weeks, he hasn't had much, but like they fucking they stink. They switched yeah. out Davis Mills because they thought he was the problem. and didn't get any better with fucking who was their backup quarterback. Yeah, I don't. I know the past. I know the past two weeks they had Kyle Allen in this week for the that, Texans. That's who it was, Kyle Allen. Yeah, I almost picked um, him up on one of my fantasy leagues. That's how desperate I was. Kenneth Kenneth Walker is doing great things over there in Seattle. I think he had two tutties this past week. I like K Dub Trace. Yeah, it's pretty fire. Chris Olave, how's how's he been doing the past couple games? I know he was kind of catching on midseason. Uh, he's been doing all right. I think he. I don't think he broke a hundred last game, but like the two or three games before that, he broke a hundred yards. Yeah, Chris Olave is up there. He's been doing pretty good. I think if the Steelers' offense permitted more downfield throwing, 
that George Pickens would be the surefire rookie of the year candidate. Like I, I see this guy make ridiculous grabs each and every game. He may, he has at least one highlight. Who? George Pickens. Bro, you got a point there. He might be your, uh, your best offensive weapon right now. Yeah. And he's and a rookie. Then- Let him fucking like grow into his man body a little bit more. Start fucking bullying people. Dude, he's already got a fucking man body. He's already bullying people. That's true. I forgot how he fucking, (laughs) he be blocking, bro. Fucking NFL receivers, like top five in the league in pancakes right now. It's fucking nuts. Dude, I fucking love it. I I love, I love that aspect about him. If you're a Steelers wide receiver, you got to block. That's what it is. Heinz Ward, he laid the groundwork. And now everyone else is just building off of that. Dude, fucking solid. Bro, the entire division has a playoff spot right now. The Eagles have the best record in the conference. Cowboys have the third best record. And then the Commanders and Giants are both eight and four. Yeah. Or seven and four. Yeah. How crazy would it be Uh, if all four teams made the playoffs? That'd be pretty freaking insane. Honestly, as, as much as I that, hate every team in that division, I would, or every other team in that division, I'd be pretty impressed. I'd have to give them all chops. Yeah. And you want to know something weird coming up too, that can kind of distance unless, unless they, they split is the giants and the commanders each, they play each other two consecutive weeks, basically for the commanders. Cause the commanders have a bye week after they play That's them. Right. This week. Yeah. During their schedule. And then they come back and play them again. So they can either distance themselves from the Giants, split and kind of stay the same, or they could really lose ground. I mean, I said a few episodes ago, I think, like towards the beginning of the season that I thought the – I said the Eagles were going to lose some more games when they were undefeated. They've only lost one. But I also Mm -hmm. said the Giants were going to fall off pretty hard. And with the commander starting Heineke, I think Heineke's got that team buzzing a lot better. I, I think the commanders could go on a playoff run. Like to make the playoffs, I don't think they'll go on a run in the playoffs. Yeah, every, every muscle in my body's kind of saying that they're going to split, though. I I do believe that they're going to split, and then they're both they both at that point, depending on what the the Giants do, because the Giants are seven and four, the Commanders are seven and five, so the Giants technically have one more game in that in that stretch, and depending on how that goes, I could see them both sitting at eight wins when this is all said and done. So like at eight and six, once they play each other and then battle it out from there. Do they play the next two games? Like they play like this week and then in two weeks. Right. Well, it, it's, it's back to back. Technically the, the commanders play the giants back to back. Yeah. But the giants have a game in between them. That's right. Okay. The giants actually have three divisional games in a row. <laughs> Uh, no, that's how they, they loaded up the schedule. The, yeah. the entire division knocked out all the conference games or like inner conference games earlier in the season. And then it's, uh, I think it's either the Eagles or the commanders have the last six games are all divisional games or at least like six in a row or something like that. Yeah, dude, that's, that's pretty freaking insane. So if the NFC East is the best division in football, NFC beast, if the NFC beast is the best division of football, 
and Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in that division. Does that make him the best quarterback in the NFL? I think so. Give him. I his mean, that's crown. that's debatable because you got to also think there's an AFC beast as well. Yeah, but we have a better record, so they can suck my FC. I thought you guys had the same record. Now you you're nine and two or eight and three. We're eight and three. The Dolphins and the Bills are both eight and three. Well, Eagles are nine and one. Suck my FC. Ten and one. Not every team in that division is in the playoffs. No, but three of them are, and then the next the next seed is actually the Patriots. Anyways, my whole spiel for to get on that was how impressive Dak Prescott's record is against the NFC East. I think he's like 27 NFC and Bruce. six or some shit like that. Like it's fucking incredible. He lost and what's to the his Giants. playoff record. Fuck suck my FC. Okay. <laughs> Fat cock. Fat cock Mike White. He lost his first two games against the Giants, his rookie season. Hasn't lost to him since. He's been 10 and 0 against them. Technically he's 10 and 2 against them. In the past 10 games. I said <laughs> since his rookie season. Why why do you hate Dak Prescott? You and fucking LaShawn McCoy. I can't stand it anymore. Okay. I like I'll I'll put it I'll put it out there. I like Dak Prescott. I think he carries himself very well. And I think he can play at a very high level. But to me, it's the consistency at times. He just disappears. Like, where does Dak Prescott go in these big moments? And you probably know it as a Cowboys fan. Like, I, and and you could say it too. Like, eighty percent of the time with Dak Prescott, you're very pleased with what you see, but that twenty is just fucking awful. I would say eighty-seven percent. Uh, that that thirteen percent's awful. I, I think he's gotten better. <clears throat> like the, like week one, the first week of the season. It was first week of the season. We were fucking terrible. But since he's come back, we're the number one scoring offense, got the most yards, uh, best third down efficiency, most points. Like We're the, the best offense in the NFL since he came back. Okay. It's pretty solid. Pretty solid synopsis over here. I just hope we're not peaking too early because that's what tends to happen with this team is we get hot. Mm-hmm. too early in the now, season or in the middle of the season and it fizzles out by playoffs. Yeah. Now the only thing I will say about Dak and how they've been since he's came back is that they've went against the likes of the lions with the worst statistical defense this year. Uh, the bears but as they well, had the, they had the third bottom five defense lions had the third offense or the fifth offense at the time when they played, I think some shit like that. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying these these are the defenses he's he's gone against. Oh, okay. The Lions, yes, no. the Lion, Lions, Bears, Packers, Vikings, all terrible defenses. Vikings weren't a terrible defense. The Vikings are a terrible defense. And on a points per game basis and giving up chunk plays, they're a terrible defense. Well, I don't know if you can do team average because all these teams also got smoked by the Cowboys who increased their average because they got beat so bad. <laughs> And then the the Giants as well, who who've actually been playing pretty decently. I'd say they're a middle of the pack team on defense. I think the Giants um, have best. No fuck, I, third best defense in the in in the <laughs> NFC East. I was gonna say they're better than the Eagles, but the 
Eagles secondary alone is better than the Giants' entire defense. Yeah, so let's let's really see kind of how how these things go because the Lions have the okay, this is overall defense ranks. The Lions are 31st, the Bears oh, yeah. are 30th, the Bears are 30th, the Packers are 27th. The Vikings are 19th, and then the Giants like I said they're they're 12th. They're probably the best defense that you guys have played. Okay, I see what so, you're saying. So, well, that makes sense why our points are so high then. But yeah. that also and makes sense why their defense is so low. You could look at it either way. Yeah, but it's one out of 11 games. I mean, I the way the way that I view it is how I view it. They've played some pretty shitty, terrible defenses. So we'll see how they go against the other defenses to really so the get Eagles, like a well, solid opinion. So that's my whole thing against the Eagles is look at the quarterbacks the Eagles have played. They haven't played any good quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins was the only one. And he's not even good. <laughs> and they fucking nearly shut his ass shut his ass out. I mean, we'll we'll see. Like I said, we'll see what Dak can do, right? Because you see him 87. I'll say, okay, we'll meet in the middle. 83.5% of the time, he's Bingo. good. He's a good quarterback, right? Very good but, quarterback. That's what you said before. Very okay, good he's quarterback. A very, very, Absolutely. Okay, he's a very good quarterback. Absolutely terrific. He's the best I've ever seen. The and absolute every best. Every asset of the game. Every asset of the game. He's, he's dialed in. His check, he's good at making his checkdowns. He's got a cell phone. He pulled it out. Dialed the he's number. He's also good at those. Beep, 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 boop, beep, beep. It's me. I'm in. I'm dialed in. He has chunky Campbell's Soup commercials that are out of this world. They're otherworldly. I bought They're a sleep good. number because of him. I swear to God, bought a sleep number. <laughs> Didn't have one before. I have one now. This guy, Dak Prescott, he's probably the best quarterback Dallas has seen since Joe Namath. I mean, Joe Namath. It's Joe Theismann. Joe Theismann. Joe Joe Flacco. He was awesome. Uh, What about, uh, let's do some games that are coming up this week. Let's do it, bud. Eagles minus five and a half. And I I think the Titans will cover. I think that they will cover. I think the Eagles will win. Maybe last minute, but I think the Titans will keep that game pretty close. Mike Vrabel, like he just has his boys playing for him. Like coach of the year, man. Reigning coach of the year might win that shit again. Now, the only reason why I don't think he's going to win coach of the year is because Mike McDaniels is doing so well. Oh, that's true. I think he's, yeah, I think he's going to win the coach of the year, but shit, Nick Sirianni, there's a lot of good candidates this year. Okay. I will say that, but Nick Sirianni. ah, Fuck. (laughs) All right. So who do you? All right, so we're both going Titans. That's pretty universal. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think the Titans might win. I, I I could see the Titans winning like 21-16. I could see it being the opposite way, and then they still okay. cover. So the Titans, okay. We'll see yep. who's. I can see that cover. What What else you got? What else you got for me, buddy? Keep it rolling. Uh, other game, Jets and Vikings. I think Mike White's coming off of his first game of the season, going into the Valhalla 
or whatever they call that stadium. Yo, that that's what they should name that fucking stadium. Valhalla, Valhalla. Stadium. Valhalla. Holy shit, that would be fire. We're gonna that go play at the Valhalla. Stadium name. Oh, that would be a dope ass stadium name. Was it now? It was like fucking MNT or MIT Management fucking bank some shit. Something something stupid. Something that's something not Valhalla. So dumb. It should have been like Norwegian Beard Stadium. Ooh. Like keep up with the theme. Beard. <laughs> Norwegian Beard Stadium. Hell yeah. So uh, Vikings are favored by two and a half. It'll be a close game. I think the Vikings could pull it out. Uh, I don't know, man. What if what if Sauce Gardner just shuts down uh, Justin Jefferson like C.D. Lamb did a couple weeks ago? Like, I mean, like Trayvon Diggs did a couple weeks ago. Claps that. You just really said CD Lamb was playing corner against Justin Jefferson? But I bet you that's up too. I don't give a fuck. I'll go out on a limb. <laughs> Bro, I I got uh, my pick. It's going to be the Jets. It's going to be fat cock. Mike White just slanging the rock and slanging his meat all over the competition, everywhere, leaving jizz stains like Zay Jones. Oh, shit, my bad. I forgot we gave Mike White the FC surname. Oh, yeah. FC. Yeah, FC Mike White. Uh, it makes me want ex, to change my ex, pick. Ex-Dallas Cowboys quarterback, actually. Yep. He was on the squad, but we had Dak Prescott, so fuck him. You also have Cooper Rush, too, so. Exactly. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Cooper Rush, goddamn. The pink wiener or the fat cock? The pink wiener. The pink wiener. Go ahead. Who should apologize? Russell fucking Wilson for fleecing the Denver Broncos. Bro, they had so many primetime games. And Sunday Night Football just flexed them out of their game against the Chiefs. They were like, we're sick of covering this fucking team. Chris Collinsworth can't keep saying, now here's a guy who really screwed his team over any fucking more. So Dude, they flexed him and them Mike out. Him and Mike Tirico are so happy they flexed them out. Oh, hell yeah. So who are they getting said? Was it the Browns or? So it's the, the Dolphins and the Chargers got flexed in. Two of the best young quarterbacks. They were drafted one after another a couple years mm-hmm. ago. It's okay. Much better game. I'm sure. I bet you, like, yeah. when they set up the schedule like that, and then because NBC now, the second half of the season, they could flex any of their games out the rest of the year. They mm-hmm. have ultimate control. They probably paid a fuck ton of money to pick the game that they wanted to be able to play. Oh, why wouldn't you want to play that game? Think about it. This this is the game I I want to watch. And quite frankly, I think that it's going to beat the Giants-Cowboys record of the most viewers. Not a chance. <laughs> it's got a chance. Any Anything has a chance. Unless yeah, the Lions and the Browns though. played. Average 42 million viewers for that fucking game. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been solid. It's crazy. Like, I hate... This will be a quick little rant. I love being a Cowboys fan. I fucking love it. We're always on TV. Like it's, we get the most coverage. It's the fucking best, but we get the most fucking coverage and people debate the same shit over and over and over again. 
and I'm fucking cowboy. I can see why people hate the Cowboys. Like they're fucking everywhere and it's annoying as shit. Even when we suck, we're everywhere. Yeah. But America's if you look at the fucking everywhere. ratings, like the ratings show, like this is what people are interested in. We have four of the top 10 games every fucking year. At least four of the top 10, if not six. What? All right. That Dude, your over. rant's going nowhere. I, I feel like maybe three tops. But, I mean, think about the top 10 games last year. They're probably not in there three times. I bet you were in there at least four. NFL. No way. Viewed. Game. Oh, maybe top. Oh, top viewed games. I'm talking about like top. Like that, best. No, games that's what I'm talking NFL. about. Like that's why that we're covered in the media so much because like people tune in to watch the Cowboys. Yeah, but it's not always a great game. I'm not saying like. Qu- First of all, it's always a great game when the Cowboys are involved. That's what I thought you were second talking of, about. Second I of all, no, I was context, talking about viewed but... games. Like the Cowboys are always in the media, and it's like it sucks because they talk about like just nonsense and bullshit all the fucking time. But because mm-hmm. that's because they're running out of shit to talk about. And because we're always Dude, on fucking Cowboys. TV. I hate the Cowboys. They're awful. I, I think the Steelers kind of get the kind of get the same flack a little bit. Is that they're, you know, kind of looked with a little twinkle in their <laughs> eye. They're sort everywhere. Of deal, so they're yeah. everywhere. And those Pittsburgh sports fans, like they're the best. Like they're the legitimate best. Like, Win, lose, draw, like they're gonna have a good time no matter what, and they're gonna go for their team. Hey, who do you think's the worst head coach? Nathaniel Hackett or Lovey Smith? Because both their teams are pretty bad. <laughs> it's gotta be Lovey Smith. First of all, that hiring was completely out of left field. Like it was the second most questionable hiring next to Jeff Saturday, who might be up there in worst coach candidate, but he he won a game. He's one and two. We'll we'll let him off. You know, he's not a He's not above his grade yet. Okay. And yeah, so I think Lovey Smith only one win into the season and you kind of know what he is from the bears. Um, and he even had, he even went on to coach Illinois and did poorly in that program. And then all of a sudden comes over to the Texans. He's like their defensive assistant. I don't know if he was their defense, full defensive coordinator. And then they're offering him the job. You know what he is mediocre at best. And then they, they gave him a pretty shitty team, but at the same time, it's like, he's not really motivating his players to do better. I'm going to say, I think Nathaniel Hackett's the worst coach because if you look at what's going on with Russell Wilson, he's worse than he's ever fucking been. And that can't be all on Russell Wilson. It's the Broncos have a top three defense. The Broncos have a top three defense. That's what I'm saying, bro. If they had scored, what was it? 19 points in at least every game. Or if they averaged 19 points or some shit like that, they'd be nine and one. <laughs> or maybe it was 13. It was some shit like that. 13 points. Fucking they stink. So I'm going with Nathaniel Hackett. I think the thing with Lovey Smith is first of all, and I also think in Chicago, he his record is above 500. I don't think he was a terrible coach. He just couldn't get him deep into the playoffs, but he got him to the playoffs a few times. Um, he's got Davis Mills, who isn't the fucking, he's 
he was drafted in the third round. Like he's not going to be a stud quarterback. He got a shit fucking, he's got a shit squad. He's got to rebuild it. They're still recovering from, uh, who's the Brian guy with the hole in his chin? Alabama Brian. OC. Yeah, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, yeah. They're still recovering from him. I, I think it's going to take a little bit. All those picks from the Browns haven't gone in yet, I don't think. I don't, not, all, not all of them, no. So we'll see. I think Nathaniel Hackett's the worst coach, though. Okay. I could I could see your argument. And in my mind, it's pretty close, but it's God, it's gotta be Lovey Smith for me. He has less wins. You know, I don't care about the team that you have, you know. You as a head coach, you're kind of wanting to to have your team produce. And Mike Vrabel, if you look at his team on paper, it's nothing special. Like literally Derrick Henry is the obvious star and everything else is mediocre, and yet he has his team well above five hundred and running that division. So I don't know if you can really use like your players as an excuse. I think it's more of like execution and game plan and everything like that. And coaching definitely plays a big role in everything. That's a great fucking point. I only got a rebuttal for that. That was good. Thanks buddy. Occasionally I'll get a good, good little, but I think, I think it's been well enough. I think we're ready for the final two minutes, pal. What you got on your mind? Now it's time for the time for the final two minutes. Go ahead. For the final two minutes, I want to talk about. You and I being some Bible motherfuckers. Let's go, baby. We're we're learning German. Right now, it's you, me, and Duolingo. And in nine months' time, we're going to be bilingual, multicultured in Germany for Oktoberfest. And it's going to be one of the greatest times of our life, our 30th birthday. Oh, Bier und Wein, Peter. That means beer and wine, please. Hell yeah. It's like you guys were learning if you spoke German, but you don't because we do. And we're on Duolingo. Sponsor us if you want to. Please sponsor Lear- us. Learning this day in and day out. And we got almost a full year because we actually plan on going to Oktoberfest, yeah, in Munich, Germany. And why they call it Oktoberfest, I don't know because it's in September. And I don't know if there's an explanation for it. Not a hundred percent sure, it's, but our it's, roots. Are I think in it's something from like some prince, like back in the 1800s. I think that's when it originated. Yeah, yeah, I know they never used to like celebrate drinking beer, but all of a sudden it became like that. Which Bro, is it's awesome. the it's the biggest drinking festival in the entire world. I cannot think of a better 30th birthday trip to do to go on. They're the biggest yeah. drinking festival of all time. This is going to be the fucking best. Bro, we're going to get yeah, so between- drunk, and we are we better end up on Puke Hill. So, yes, and they do have Puke Hill, which people actually go up there and yak, and they fuck on that hill, and they do a whole bunch of different things on that hill. 
so very disturbing. So but we want to be on is it. Is it called at that point? Is it called Fuck Hill? Fuck Hill, <laughs> dude. It might be. Let's change the name. No, no, not not this trip. Not you and me. No, 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 no. Not like that. <laughs> Thank <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> no, I had to had to clear that up, pal. But between between six and eight hundred people get alcohol poisoning in Oktoberfest every year. And if we are not two of those six to eight hundred, we're doing it completely wrong. If we do not end up on Puke Hill, we're doing it completely wrong. If we do not hit every single beer tent, we're doing it completely wrong. If we do not go up to every single waiter or waitress and speak perfect German to them, we're doing it wrong. Perfect German. Fuck, I couldn't get my phone out of I was going to Google perfect. <laughs> what perfect is in German. Let's, ich bin Jordan. I'm going to be honest. Getting out does not sound like the direction I want this trip to go into. But we can become very close. I'm down for that. Dude, Adidas even made a vomit-proof sneaker. Is Adidas German? Adidas. Adidas say. Adidas. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Asvidas say. Okay. This is perfect in Deutsch. Perfect. 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 <laughs> oh, we're gonna, bro. We're gonna be so fucking bilingual and fluent. This is gonna be dope. Have you ever been to a European country before? And I did look it up. Adidas is is German. And no, oh. I have not been to Europe before. Well, bring your vomit-proof sneakers, man company because they know what the fuck they're talking about because we're going to Europe, baby. <laughs> we got to make a whole trip out of it. It's going to be awesome. Oktoberfest, yeah. Was that all the stats you had? What did I tell you to bookmark or highlight? Oh. <laughs> Let's see if I can get it pulled up here. I actually don't know if I had it. Nope, lost it. Oh, well, fuck it. Must not have been that important. No. I mean, puke kill is the most important thing. You know who's not going to be on puke kill? The same motherfuckers that weren't on this show. And chugs, they're piles. Tyler Pimp, Bryson Chugs. Piles. Major piles. Pile, pile. And then collectively, pile. Major pile. I just wanted to say that before we ended the show because we went the whole episode without addressing it. Oh, yeah. Had to put it out there. All right, bub. I think that's it. All I right. Think we should wrap this up. Let's do it. Love you, man. Peace.